All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Hair Choppers Radio with your host, Brian the Barber Official. So today we got something very special, and this episode is promoting the panel. So we got my boy, Signature underscore Lowe's from Dream Team Cuts. We got my guy, Ray Lansky, exclusive barbershop, and you've seen his straight razor all around social media so if you don't got one go get yourself one just click on his page click on that link and cop one and we got luan the proctor from hair choppers award all the way from texas live with us here today so guys real quick man uh, i want to know something that's been wandering on my mind for quite some time and ever since we got back to business um how covid 19's affected your your guys business or just like, just with the clients um, and, and financially. Who do you want to answer first? Oh, um, oh. Lose. I mean, ladies first. I mean, it, it depends. Okay. Well, really, it haven't. It have I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It haven't really affected my um, my business. Um, it. it only thing about it is is keeping us safer. Um, we we got the uh, temperature checked. We only have one person at a time, which I really like to have that one on one. You know, but people still getting their hair done, you know, or getting their hair cut or whatever they want to get done. So it haven't been too bad for me. Okay, okay. Uh, how about as far as um walking clients? Uh, I know as far as where I'm at, um. Barbers who are lucky who have uh, clientele are still in business. Uh, and then there's those barbers who were just starting before the COVID um, started and they didn't have clients. So over here, the walk-in traffic has slowed down a lot. And it's hard for these up-and-coming barbers now to uh, create or establish a, a clientele. So it, it's kind of affected um, over here, the barber industry here in Connecticut, some uh, in a way, where um, I feel I feel bad for the up and coming guys. You know, it's, they're not they're not like a guy like me where I've been cutting now for over 29 years. I came to Connecticut, established clientele, and I've been here three years now. And now I have over 500, I say over 500 clients, and where I could stay, where I could stay uh, busy throughout the week. You know, uh, so. That's what I want to know. I want to know how how is it, is it affected that walk-in traffic for for the rest of your employees in the business. It, it well, I don't have I don't have walk-in, so I do I book by appointment. Okay. And I have a celebrity clients, so I don't I don't really have walk-in. Anyway. Okay. Lowe's, how about you? No, it, it, it has affected the business um, somewhat to a certain level because like. Mm, our area is a tourist area, and um, with COVID-19 hitting our county pretty hard, um, with the numbers going back up in, in our state of New Jersey, um, I guess people are trying to take a little bit more precautions about uh, COVID-19. So it has affected somewhat of our clientele base uh, walk-ins. Um, I, I'm a very busy barber. But, but like the walk-in clientele, the ones that, you know, that come in as a first time from Yelp and stuff like that, 
uh, those numbers are, 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 are going down um, significantly. Uh, um, our shop, like I said, our shop is pretty busy because we have great talented barbers that have their own books. But taking count of the walk-ins, like I said, people that come in from Yelp, people that are coming in from um, just word of mouth, um, coming into Lang City and asking random people like, what's the barbershop to go to? Um, those numbers are are going down significantly. Okay, how about you, Ray? Um, I well, well, for, well, for one, like far as like the, the uh, far as the traffic, um, like I said, I've been doing strictly appointments for like over five years, so the traffic, you know, um, we always get strictly appointments. Well, not always, for the past five years, um, due to the discipline of the traffic, you know, um. So the COVID thing, only difference is that we uh, apply the, the more safety procedures as well. Um, far as far as the flow, far as far as business volume, the beginning when they first open up, whew, I'm not, I'm, I'm be honest with y'all. My first thing open up was probably like my my, my the numbers I did as a, as a whole. I probably do the numbers since I've been. I'm barber. I'm be honest with y'all. I'll be honest with y'all. But what goes up must come down. So guess what? It was banging for it was banging for a minute and then it dropped. Right? Then it dropped for a little bit. Um I'm not sure if it was just because uh people were well actually I think part of it was people were being a little more cautious now than usual. So I'm still I'm still cutting quarantine cuts right now. I'm I'm, I'm still cutting quarantine cuts. Then it, then it went back up, and like I said, I know certain people who used to come every week probably come every two weeks, and vice versa. Um, and honestly, it, it I use that time to, to do other things that I'm I'm basically mentioned into, you know. So I remember before being doing quarantine, um, me and Lewis had discussions about how certain barbers, uh. Tired, and, you know things that they should. And I understand. I understand. You know, um, some some problems just happens. They do it so long. They say, you know what? Let's use this opportunity right now to make it to something else. You know, so overall, it gave me it gave me opportunity at the same time, opportunity to uh, to, to do the things that I put on hold for a minute, as far as like the digital sense. Like as y'all see, y'all see, I have a store now, a digital store. And I, was, I appreciate both of y'all supporting the store, um, for the raises and everything. Um, the raises did pretty good. Um, I, I got another camp. Yeah, it did pretty good, but it enables me to, to do more more things besides just uh, besides that. And that part of school, everybody knows I, I teach at school. The school was closed, of course. So I got I got hit twice, you know. Um, and now it's open back up. We open back. We we actually open. We just opened about two weeks ago. Okay. And only the senior students are allowed to be in it right now. The seniors, uh, the guests are not allowed. The foundation students are not allowed. They have to learn from home. So it's a big adjustment too, you know. And How about as far as as far as your employees, uh, uh, the employees, the barbers you have, um, do are mm-hmm. they doing well? Or are they uh, or is this affecting them as well as as far as their books and and, and having that that walk-in traffic? 
Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I'm be honest. Uh, the, the, the services that that the shop is known for, they only allow to do a limited. Well, the, the ones who I, who I have right now, I'm actually hiring right now with them. I'm actually hiring. Um, I hired somebody. Yeah. Uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't ready. He was unfortunately he wasn't ready. You know, um, the to, to fulfill expectations. So, you know, um, the person who I have now, they they they. They don't do everything. They, they do certain things. They don't do everything. So it's still development right now. Um, like I said, I went through transition, transition as far as teams. So, so uh, it's been like that ever since I started going by the books and only hiring people that are in school getting licensed or, or have their license. So that's that part right there for my delegation. That I don't hire barbers that don't have license anymore. That was the that was the easy way to hire. You, you know how that go. But uh, but uh. Business wasn't wasn't bad. It's that you gotta have the people there to handle. You gotta have the, the right delegation to handle the expectation. You get what I'm saying? So I'm real. I'm real thorough with that. Like I don't care. I don't care if I'll be busy with a few or by myself. I don't care. But if the delegation can't fulfill the expectation, it leads to a bad situation. Yeah. I'm not trying to rob it. It's just, it's wow, that was deep. <laughs> nah, but it's, it's, it's true though. Right. You know. Um, as far you know what as what I so I'm, I'm going back to the loft. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sweet. This is my last storefront. I'm gonna tell you right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as far as uh over here and what I see and what I see throughout the businesses here in Hartford, uh, Connecticut, and this county, um, it has affected many businesses. Um. I even it got to the point where I seen uh, a few barber shops close their doors. It's sad to see that because their their barbers, um, you know, most of them had barbers that are just uh, coming out of school and were employed before the COVID, and then the COVID hit, and then you know, people need fi- uh, need to be financial sta- stable um, out here, and to come back into a a, a scenery where. You're gonna be sitting all day in that chair. Um, you're not able to go out to many places um, because at the time they were still they were still opening restaurants. Um, you have to stand in line at Walmart and, and all that, and, and people are not really going. They're, they're social distancing, you know. Um, so you can't really go up to a person and be like, "Listen, my name is Brian the Barber," and this and that. Like you gotta be caught. Like everybody's being precautious now. Like every, you can't even go to a person without them thinking that you have that virus, you know? Uh, so it's it's affected many businesses out here, you know? And it's just like I said, for those lucky barbers who have established a, a clientele out here um, and are able to stay busy, but at the same time, it's affected their business as well because it's only a few, you know? You're gonna, let's say you have a chair where you have eight barbers and three of those barbers left. So you're down to your remaining barbers and that affects the business as well because then you know the owner has to pay the rent has to pay the light has to pay all this you know um as far as appointments um you know the first week we came back i'll tell you the truth um i I was taking care of everybody during quarantine um i was doing everybody downstairs in my basement um i got a chair and a station on there and my first week back was slow because I already took care of, of clients. Um, my second week back, 
mm, it was I was busy certain days and then other days it was just it was just really slow. And then my third week back was just slow. And then I'm like, damn, what's going on, man? Like clients ain't booking appointments or nothing. And it's just because the same thing, everybody's taking this caution. But now, um, as, as this week has gone, and, and I'm minimizing my days because I opened a, a second, I decided to go into a second business, which is a barber supply business. So now I'm dedicating some time to that. And then I said, I'm going to minimize my days of cutting, of cutting hair and I'll do Friday and Saturday. So now Fridays and Saturdays, all these clients that I have, they'll book for Friday and Saturday and I'll stay busy on those days. And and I'll pay the rent for the chair for those two days to, to the owner. But in the shop, there's still one chair empty. Um, there's days there that I that sometimes go to, to stop by and see how it's going. And it's just, it's, it's just kind of like, you see two, three clients come in, then it's like an hour or two hour break and then two, three, four more clients will come in and so on. So I, I feel like COVID-19 has affected the, the barber industry in a way. Yeah, a lot of people are not as, much, not as busy as they used to be. Um, like like people who, who, who were extremely, extremely busy, like depends on the situation. Even though for me, I'm usually not as busy um, at the end of August, but then it sprouts back up for the for that Labor Day weekend and back shit, you know. Because you know, this, as barbers, you know, how, like like um, when people travel, it's a little different. I, I don't know about you, but I know over, over on this side, you know, that's how um, traditionally it usually is. So, and um, then they then picks back up in season that that season for school and it's just like a big. Um, it makes up for the for the for the, for the slow times. So, you know, and, and that's the other thing now too. Um, this whole thing of um, you know, usually you, you're right. August is kind of a, a mellow month for for barbers where we can actually have a little breather, you know, uh, as far as busy barbers go. And then comes September right. when you do have Labor Day weekend and back to school week, you know. But now we're not looking no more at back to school because um, I've been talking to a lot of parents out here, my clients, and most of them are just gonna homeschool their kids because they don't want them to go back to school. Um, they're, they're afraid of um, being around a, a large gathering of kids, you know, like they might catch it or this might happen. Um, so most parents are doing homeschools or they want, or they're, they're going into these meetings with the school board and enforcing more of uh, a virtual on keeping the virtual online schooling thing, you know. Um, and I also feel like the educational system is also gonna get hurt in a way where teachers are also gonna they're not gonna have a job soon either because of all this and everything that's going on. Well, I want to let y'all know that um, yeah. every state um, pays you if you, if you want to do homeschool. Every state pays you to homeschool your child. Hold on. Give me they don't want to tell you that. Charger. I didn't. I didn't even know that you get paid. You know. For you know what? Um. I mean, like, the, like a program, like, like, like a similar to the program where they, they, they will pay like someone like to take care, like. So you got a, like like a, a elderly um, relative. No, like you. you got that no, program no, like that, that helps you. Your uh, kid get a computer. 
and everything. They pay you five. Well, Texas pay five hundred dollars a month. Wow. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the funding is similar to like uh, it's similar to like you know they like like a, a home health aid, but instead of having a home health aid, help aid, they have you take care of your elderly. So it's like the state paying you to take the state paying you to, 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 to teach your own uh, child. Because the state don't want don't want you to know that the school is is getting funded, so schools are starting to uh, get closed down, right? So, you get that money. Wow, I didn't even know that. Hey, you know what? I thought homeschool you know was like a teacher we comes teach to your home. house and, 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 and homeschools your, no, your kid for like. Oh, okay. All right, I got it. it. You know what? It depends though too. Um, I I guess like I, I, I don't work for a public school, so certain rules gonna apply to us that apply to public school. Um. And public school, you're dealing with like a whole ton, ton of kids. Um, in the hair school, we, 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 we started teaching online. I started teaching online back in like uh, in June. I started teaching online. And then we transitioned to uh, actually teach after school at the beginning of August. But only do two days out of the week. And even though they renovated the school and only the senior students are allowed in this little, this little space here. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still real cautious about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust it. And, and another thing is around, around the, um, no, I'm not. Uh, around the area that I'm, that I'm in, we have four, four universities. We got UConn, we have uh, University of Hartford, Trinity, and uh, there's, there's one more that I'm leaving out. Um, I forget the name of it. But that's another thing. Uh, I had a client that I took care of real quick because he's going off to college. He's going uh, to a university in Rhode Island. And uh, I was asking him, how how is it gonna work? Like how you going into school, how is it gonna work with this whole COVID-19 thing? So he explains to me and he's like, well, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get to go to class, but with a certain amount of students. If it reaches the capacity, I might have to stay in a dorm and do it from online on the laptop. So I'm like, okay. Um, and then the other restriction that they have up here is they're not able to leave campus or the dorm. So I'm like, damn, these kids are gonna go crazy. But as far as not leaving campus and the dorm, you know, going back to school and, you know, college kids, they want their haircuts and stuff like that. So that's kind of yeah. stopping, that's kind of stopping that clientele from coming to the barbershop as well. So I'm like, wow, we're gonna be very affected during this season coming up and the second phase of COVID out here in Connecticut. Um, how, how is it for you guys um, around where you guys are at? Do you have any college students or anything that, um, or public schools that you think will affect and these kids will not come into the barbershop because of this reason? So how does your baby work, Brian? Huh? How old is your baby, your child? Well, she's 10, and uh, but she she lives with the mother in New York. How old is she, though? She's 10, 10 years old. Yeah, she, she can get paid. I mean, I wouldn't let her go back to school. Uh, I wouldn't either. I, I'd rather her that get paid. That applies to the country. 
I'm not sure how they're doing that in each state. Just I know that's the rules here in Connecticut. That's what they're doing here in Connecticut, and they're doing it in most universities. Um, another client that I had, um, he's a Marine, and his daughter's going to the University of Bridgeport, and the same thing. She can't even leave the campus in Christmas. She has to stay on campus, so she can't visit family or nothing. And and I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's crazy. Like. You're you're like on you're it's like in, you're you're institutionalized like you're locked up. I'm like you can't even leave the dorm campus. You can't even go see your family at home or nothing because they want to avoid the, the the spread of the virus. Exactly. You know what? Also, too, um, Brian, a lot more people have, um got more comfortable not getting hit like. Uh, and waiting here longer, um, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them felt comfortable with that alone. So that that also um, puts a reduce on the visit. That puts a reduce on the on the visit as well. Um, but like I said, also too, this is a time you know for you know for barbers get creative. Um, like I said, doing this quarantine, this quarantine proved what's what's possible. And also, yeah, prove what's possible in, in both positive and negative. Possible meaning, yeah, the entry might not be the same when we come back. And also, uh, the other avenues that's um, that that we we, we all kick back. That's the possible of our capabilities, you know. So, you know, things are really going more digital now. Um, I, I said some. I said this to somebody uh, this morning about how. Uh, Digital currency is the future. And when people, when I say that, people think I'm talking about just like some type of um, like uh, digital currency, mean like like a Bitcoin or something like that. I don't mean like that. I mean in general, like let's say for instance, all right, all right, for instance, okay, Brian, you got a store, right? You have a store. You have one of the best forms of a store right now, online store. You don't got to pay overhead for a uh, for beauty supply store, barber supply store. Uh, the platform is free advertising. You get what I'm saying, and, and your sales, of course, they work online, and the transactions is, is what digital. You get what I'm saying. So, so that's that's one, and that's just one aspect of it. You know, so that's why I'm saying like more digital things are the future, and it's and it's crazy because this whole pandemic has just basically put the world to a reset. All they do is use pandemic. As it's used to press the reset button on society, on how the so-called elite wants to control it, and um, unfortunately, this is the consequences that we deal with from the uh, buttons that they push. Yep, that that is true, and and I agree with you um, that everything will be going digital soon. It's gonna get to the point where I believe money is not gonna exist no more. Um, as you see now, our phones can make payments. Um, we have Cash App, we have Venmo, Sal, we have all this uh, application and technology now to just transfer money in and out to anywhere internationally uh, all over the world. And, and, and that's the way I feel money's gonna be running um, soon. Um, I, I was telling this a few years ago to, to when I started using Square, as a matter of fact, um, 
I was telling barbers, y'all should get on this appointment app because a piece of paper and all this stuff is not going to help no more. You're going to need the app um, where um, your client is going to have to pay through the app as well. You know, um, uh, Square is an app that also takes payments. I could have my client prepay to, through there. And, and you know what? They're, they're been asking more for it because now we're getting into those times too where a lot of clients don't carry cash in their pocket no more. Everything is debit or Apple Pay. And, and they'll even tell you themselves like, oh, you got Cash App? You got Venmo? I'm like, yeah, I got Venmo, I got Cash App. And money's being transferred through there all day, every day, 24 seven, you know? And, and I really agree with that, that everything is going digital. And I feel like COVID-19 is just the beginning of that, of this era of being, of everything going digital. Uh, and, and that's where we're stepping into. Yeah, and, and you know what's too, um, it's funny because uh and this person I got I got when I when I when I I'm gonna call him tomorrow to clarify something. He put up a chart this morning on Facebook and it showed like um like Amazon and Walmart and how their sales have increased, right? And and how like small business like um sales went down. So I just seen the chart, I didn't read the caption, I just I, so I kind of like um, replied prematurely, and what I said was, "Digital currency is the future." So what he said to me was, "Smoke and mirrors." He said, "Old commerce is the new commerce." Yada yada yada. And I said, "Absolutely," because I'm not going to debate with anybody, especially on their platform, especially when I have a clear understanding that they don't understand where I was coming from. And what I mean by that is, okay, let's say for instance, um, Amazon and Walmart. Those sales are not physical sales that increase. Those are digital sales. That's that's what made them increase. People stay home, right? Yeah, of course the sales were more. But um, Willie Esco, anybody familiar with Willie Esco? He's a clothing designer. He designed for Nas years ago and all that stuff. He told me back in 2011 that digital sales were already increasing more than physical sales. And, and Dr. J's, uh, something I grew up to, come from North, New Jersey, downtown North. They finally closed, and I say finally because he said that they were getting online sales more than physical sales back in 2011. You get what I'm saying? So, and and the thing is, all of this is because the way the social media and the internet has connected the world for much easier access. You get what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. Think about it. Um, Brian, you have a store, so I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a baby when it comes to a, a digital store. So. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with and, and, and also those too. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with like, right. you know, you're selling products online and right. you are conduct, conducting business digitally. I mean, okay, yeah, you think I have time to go to the manufacturer, but guess what? You place the order in digitally or however you do it, you know, that things come through. And guess what? Your sales are electronically, digitally, whatever, you know, and that's how it, how it plays now, you know, so. You know, and I feel I feel this is gonna. I feel like this is gonna wake up a lot of people. I feel like this is gonna wake up all the barbers now in order to pay taxes, anything. Because now, when you do stuff digitally, you gotta remember, um, all this gets reported now. You know, uh, as far as I, everything I do through Square, uh, I have 
before I signed up to Square, I had to sign, I had to put in my social security, I had to put in my information, my personal information, and, and do everything for uh, a W-4 uh, form on this thing. So everything that gets, um, as far as my, my uh, clients in the barbershop and them doing transactions with debit um, through Square, all that gets reported to the IRS, you know, uh, and that's what digital does. And, and I think it's going to wake up every barber out there that's still taking cash, is still doing that, that sort of thing. And now they're going to have to pay taxes the hard way, you know, instead of doing it from the beginning when you got your license. And, you know, that's the thing that a lot of barbers don't understand out here is when you get your license and you got that unique ID on your license, that's your... That's your that that's you right there for you to start paying taxes to the to the city or the state, um, and and that's gonna wake up a lot of barbers with this whole state digital. Federal. Yep, you know, and, and they don't do that, and they don't they don't see it as a good thing. They, they their mentality is where, oh, I'm getting cash, I don't gotta pay taxes, you know, I'm beating the government. You're really not. You're really you're really not beating the government. You know, you just doing nothing with that like you're nobody to them you know you you don't even got nothing on paper stating what your income you could say you make a hundred thousand as a barber but is it on paper do they know that you know so can you buy a house with that can can you go finance a car anything with that no you can't you got to go buy a used car somewhere cash and, and, and stay with that uppity and dippity thing for a few years until it breaks down. And then you got to buy another one cash again, you know. Um, and, and you can't do much. Like, they, they, they think that way, you know. And, and they think that, that that's power. And I'm like, that's not power, you know what I mean? Not even money is power out here. And, and I feel like a lot of people get that wrong when it comes to credit being power or, or cash being king. Like, to me, is the information is power and that's what the government doesn't let out they don't let out a lot of information because if they know they let out the information they're gonna lose that power you know and, and that's what they don't understand out here it is it, it definitely is hey can I ask y'all a question so what y'all think about um alright so where, where we at now we in August so what y'all think the conversation is gonna be like I'm, I'm six months for that. Oof. As far as what? As far as uh, the consistency. Because mind you, we're going into the winter time with this. See, before we were, um, it's a difference when you were coming out of the winter time with that. So, because you know, the nicer the weather, the harder it is to hibernate. The colder the weather, the easier it is to hibernate. So now, it's one thing when a regular year where so some people might not get as much hair because they used to. It depends on their lifestyle, whatever. But at the same time, um, being that these people, a lot of our clients work, work from home, uh, you know, or doesn't re require uh, uh, to upkeep their appearance as much as they used to or what they were, were accustomed to. And now we're going into the, into a winter time with this, and uh, you know, um, like you said, school is still gonna be online. I know up here, you uh, know, on this side of Jersey, 
my clients in um, West Orange High School and all that stuff is county. They, they talk about like further into the fall. Some talk about maybe January. You know, so um, and amongst you know people who who have corporate jobs who, who all work from home, you know, it's not like they don't got the money, but they said, you know what? Um, I'll save my haircut fee for for the holidays or something like that. Whatever, you know. So, so what do y'all what do y'all see this in like six months from now? Lois, you want to take that? I'll be honest with you. Um, I think we're about to get hit hard, man. Because I think what's going to happen, and I pray to God I'm wrong, but I think when the flu connects with COVID, it's going to be like kind of like that two-in-one um, shampoo. Now you got the shampoo and conditioner together. I think those that oh, survive yeah. COVID-19, when the flu kick in and COVID kick in and it, it mixes it together, I think it's going to be an atomic bomb for a lot of lungs. Um, my suggestion is everybody stay afloat with uh, your immune system, prayers, and exercise. And it's time to really focus on what really matters, which is your health. And um, and, I, and I pray to God that I'm wrong. Or like, you know, the winter coming along, you know, the cold. The good thing about it is we definitely going to associate this and that because, you know, like you said, the weather's going to have us hibernate at our house you know, we're not going to be as much out but um, we definitely got to pray yeah definitely your immune system yeah and our business is going to take it hit. our business is going to take it hit, and um, we have to we got to figure out a business plan to make sure that our business stays afloat um and definitely start putting money to the side just in case we get a shutdown. Because, like, my first round was just shut down. When I came back on board, my, my landlord was pretty, pretty, a pretty asshole, to say the least. And it cost me almost $7,000 to open the doors back up. And, and if I didn't have $7,000 linking around, I would have been one of the guys that had to shut down, you know? Wow. Luanda, unmute your mic. Um, do you um, so you can answer this question as well? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, show me how to do the. Okay, here we go. All right, so okay. you, uh, yeah, so you can answer Ray's question real quick. Um, as, as far as uh, where uh, where do you see us uh, in a where do you see the conversation six months from now as far as COVID nineteen? I um I believe that COVID nineteen is about to go away because it's all it, it's I, I feel like it's a setup and it's all about politics and who gonna the vote the voting. And so I think that I believe in God that much that I know that God is about to turn over everything. I really do. I really do. And that's my that's my truth. So Amen to that. Um I don't know where I see us. I kinda agree with Los in a way because um usually September October's flu season. 
and COVID-19 was actually a virus that actually mutated into COVID-19. And now if that mixes in with the flu, which is the H1N1, I believe, uh, and that mixes with that, it's going to mutate even more and it's going to be a little bit more dangerous. And I feel like now there is going to be, like if it hits the wrong person, uh, especially the elderly people who are 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 going through um health problems um and it's gonna cost a lot of deaths as well um as far as us hibernating through the winter i feel it might bring the rates a little bit down um depending which states uh mostly the east coast um we go through the winters and central uh central uh united states um and the east coast we go through our winters you know we don't get that much of summer we only get like three months or so and uh, i feel like hibernation will stop the spread a little bit throughout the winter as far as the second phase as far as california and those states that are hot um i'm not sure how they're gonna do i think they they, they might spike up and they're and then we're gonna be probably looking at maybe a, a, a second shutdown i mean they're even talking about a second stimulus check um and they're supposed to sign something on monday to send out that second stimulus check um so let's see what happens from there as far as um um this industry and, and if this continues I, I feel it will affect many of us um as far as the owners too as well not just the barbers um that work in a shop the owners as well and, so and a lot any, of families. Have any of y'all got your own the FDA money? The what money? Money. You said FD, FDA? SBA. Oh, SBA money. No, I, I, I've gotten no loans. Um, I, I did something where, um, I did something smart, um, where... I took, I did a year, about a year and a half, and I took all my tip money and I put it into a sneaker box, and that's that was my savings. And okay, so let me, let me let you know this: it's gonna be forgiven. I don't. What what it is with that is I don't I don't believe much in loan companies. Um, I'm not a I'm not a borrower. Um, just because as far as they said they they said they will forgive but they will they they say they will forgive you but what they're for for me and what i understood is they're forgiven those few months but those few months accumulate and when it's accumulating um the interest is also accumulating and then after they give it to that certain stretch and a certain date that is that is due then you got to pay those months that you that you that you missed no, bro, plus this, the following months they, on top right now they have him Solutionary here, right? You you're you you forgive forgiven. If you if you if you operate right with your um with your uh barbershop, it will be hundred percent forgiven. I promise you. Yeah, but not me. I don't I don't do loans. I did the uh-huh. I did my I put the sneak I put I did the sneaker box trick. So I saved up money there. That was my emergency fund, and and I, I was good for the three months. I mean, you could even ask the guys. I was having fun on social media, DJing all around. 
<laughs> doing things that I thought that I thought that I would never do, you know. But it's but because I've been helping everybody. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I've been uh, helping everybody because and it's just because it is I'm always given and I work for the SBA right now. Okay, and it's because like I I think ahead of myself. I think way ahead. You know, that's one thing about me. I think. So I think sometimes I think way too ahead, and and I think of what's gonna happen tomorrow, whatever. So I, I always got that plan B set up for for me. In case plan A fails, I have plan B. Plan B fails, I have plan C. You know, so I, I have that. I have that. I always been like that. And for me, during these three months, you know, a lot of barbers was going crazy out there. I seen barbers like, oh, I'm broke. I can't do nothing. Me, I was like. Well, I know I got a family. I know I got a house to pay for. I got to put food on that table. I got a car note. Um, I pay taxes on my car twice a year too. Um, there's there's a bunch of things that I, you know, there's a lot of bills. So I'm like, am I gonna waste this money on $200 sneakers and an outfit for the weekend? And am I gonna go do this? Or and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to what I what I what I really want and what I want in my future, let me, let me, let me, let me. and save that money to the side and not even put it in the bank. So I took all my tip money throughout the year and put it into that sneaker box, and I set the amount that I saved up. I set it to Lowe's and I set it to Dante one time on a, on a Zoom meeting that we had, and they were even shocked on what I saved up just on tips, you know, and that could have been. I could, I could, I still have it. I, I could use that on a down payment for a new house or whatever, you know. And but you know, everybody, everybody's supposed to um set up, set, save up six months, six months rather, six months of um of um money, like like six months of, of just money, but in general. So it's this. Something, something like they have, they have out right now, right now. It's taking care of six months. How do how do you guys feel about the loans, SBA loans? Six months. Yeah, uh, you guys gotta unmute your mics. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear Ray or Lowe's. No, I was saying. I know. Right. Low and all, all the, okay, there you go. There you go. I, I do this on uh, when people, so when y'all talking, it'll make background noise. But I'm listening, I'm here. Six months of my bill, that's sixty thousand dollars. I got about ten thousand dollars in bills every month. So I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. It's not easy, is that so uh real quick, let's just get some answers real quick. How do how do you how both of you guys, Lowe's and, and Ray, how do you guys feel about these SBA loans and, and, and these forgiveness loans? To be honest with you, I ain't take none of them. I, I, they, a lot of people uh told me um to go about it. Honestly, I, I, I didn't take no I just I was okay. They gave me I, I took unemployment, I got the stimulus check. Uh, 
So I was pretty good with that. What's going on right now with all these uncertainties and stuff? I'm not sure. I just didn't want to get in the mix and all that stuff. But I know a lot of barbers that did. They remodeled their barbershops. They got 30, 40, 50 grand. Um, they, they remodeled the barbershop. But our barbershop is pretty clean. It's pretty up to date. So, you know, I ain't want to take no chances, man. I, I feel like 2020... It's got more tricks than Inspector Gadget. They got, they got a lot of things up to sleep, man. Oh, absolutely. 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 So I, um, $100. And you're forgiving. I, what I did was, um, that, but, but, so I got I got um, I was getting, I was getting both. All right, so for one, being a teacher, Without a teacher or, or, or the shop, even the shop, I'm still an employee. You know, I own the shop. I'm still an employee at the same time. So I would get an employment regardless. So everybody in the shop, you know, with me to, to get an employment, um, that extra six hundred dollars, whatever. Um, uh, I got I got I have a business coach, so they they assisted me on, on like certain loans and uh, grant programs. I didn't take too much of a loan, like. The loan amount, I took a little bit just to put in my, my shop account as cushion. And then it's yeah. didn't touch it. That's that's it. And as far as uh grants, um I'm still waiting for a grant right now to come through a, a grant. What's and going on with the grant? Pretty much it. Um I just this I we just applied for that one. That, that was this is one uh but I didn't want it to mean like the loans. I was not messing with the loans because I didn't try to, I didn't try to take out too much that I even need. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I didn't want to put myself in that situation. I didn't need it. I didn't want to take it out. Um, but he put me on a, um, it's one of these grant programs. I forgot what it was. Cause it's, 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 it's so many independent. No, 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 no. I had to ask me, yeah, but, uh, as far as the other programs, it's, um, there's so many independent like programs. Like grant programs, not not far as just uh. The SBA, you know. Right. Oh, also oh, SBA are, are giving away uh grants too. I mean, ten thousand dollars. Okay. And um, you know how some people just take so much money, and I didn't want to be caught up in that. So um, and at the same time too, I still had to pay rent every month. You know, um, I did, I, I had to pay rent every month while we were on quarantine. Lando gave me no grades, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah, if you uh-huh. if you book if you book your stuff right, if you're paying your mm-hmm. you gotta pay your your um your house rent, your um what's the other word, y'all? Your rent at the, at the building. Oh. Um, you gotta do Mortgage. the things that you mm-hmm. that you supposed to do and notate it. I work at the SBA. I work yeah. at the SBA. I'm, tell- I'm telling you. So, Give me one second, y'all. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hair Choppers Radio. Today we had Luanda Proctor, Ray Lansky, and Barbara Lowe's, also known as Signature underscore Lowe's on Instagram. You can check them out real quick. You can go to Dream, uh, Signature underscore Lowe's, check out his work, his team, Dream Team Cuts, out from Atlantic City, New Jersey. You can also check out Ray Lansky, uh, exclusive uh, exclusive barber, right? Yeah, 
Am I right? Or exclusive Lansky? Lansky, actually, Lansky exclusive. At Lansky exclusive. Yes. Uh, he has a straight razor out right now. You can click on his link and check out his store and cop yours right now. We got Luanda Proctor from Hair Choppers Award, also from All Stars Barber and Beauty Radio Show out in Houston, Texas. So shout outs to her. Uh, and always your host, Brian the Barber Official. And today's show was sponsored by Dream Team Cuts, exclusive barbershop, Hair Choppers uh, Award. And the panel. So stay tuned to the panel. Uh, next week, every week, we will have the panel here live on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for tuning in again. Get guys. Have a good night.